This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies and, no, flunkies and junkies. Damn it, now he's going to make me have to remember it. Whatever. You're all awesome. Welcome to, for us, Saturday. So I'll even call it that this week. The NWA Saturday special, even though it's still the PTB weekend special. We're on Saturday this week because, wrestling fans, tonight is Sal. NWA Sawin is tonight, if you're listening to this in the morning, Tonight in Cleveland, and we are going to break down the show for you, uh, as we always do. I am Scott Criscola, joined as always by the doctor, Dr. G, George Blino. The pleasure. Uh, Sam Hain. That should be the name you give at hotels when you go on wrestling trips. Samuel Hain. <laughs> somebody, some, uh, who said it? Somebody said it on Power this week. They said Sam Hain. I know uh, one of the interviews. Probably, uh, probably Aaron Stevens, knowing him. Um, no, I think it was uh, um, what's his name, um, Colby Carino said a Sam Hain, whatever it's called. Man. <laughs> so, um, we won't get into this this past week's uh, power. It was a good episode, but we want to dive into the show because there's like thirty nine thousand. These NWA pay per views are getting like AEW pay per views. There's like sixty nine matches on this, on this card, but uh, well, there's fifteen matches. Uh, Eleven of them are on the main show and four pre show matches. So, um, uh, we did get this week what the um, gimmick will be for the match between. The six-man tag between Violent J and the brothers of Funstruction versus Vampiro and La Rebellion. I'll get into that as well. Then, at the end of the show, I want to let everyone know, even though we did talk about it this past week, uh, on this week's episode of Main Event, myself, Steve Willie, and Andrew Reich, uh, the PWI Women's 250. There's only one I want to specifically get into tonight, you know, because I want Dr. G's thoughts. So we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Um, on a side note, life gets in the way. Sadly, none of us won Powerball when it was a billion dollars or whatever. So life gets in the way. Um, schedules and such, trips, vacations, things. So uh, unfortunately, we will not have a separate reaction special for Sawin. Uh, we will have a big episode next weekend of the regular PTB weekend special, and we will recap um, Sawin as well as this coming Tuesday's um episode of Power uh, right after. So we'll do that. So there won't be a separate uh, episode this week, Monday or Tuesday. It'll be part of next weekend's regular show. So I just want to let everybody know that because uh, it's just impossible to record because, you know, stuff and things and puzzles and riddles. All right. Uh, so 15 matches this Saturday night in Cleveland. Four in the pre-show. And 11 proper. Although Billy sometimes kind of fucks around and fucks around with these matches and does less on the pre-show and I don't know, whatever. Anyway, this is the schedule for... So the four pre-show matches, there's a six-man tag. 
Jordan Clearwater and the country, the new country gentlemen, the Kazanas, AJ and KC, taking on Zion and the Outrunners, the team of Truth Magnum and Turbo Floyd with Austin Idol. So that's one match. Um, see, I, I mean, it just seems like a match to fill time, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, this is an important match. A loser leaves NWA match. The former uh, team of Brady Pierce and Rush Freeman with Rush's brother Rolando, the guest referee. So the loser of this match is out of the National Wrestling Alliance. Very interesting. What do you think? I'm curious on this. I, I wonder if if Big Brother will turn on Little Brother or if Brady Pierce will just be gone. I don't know. I don't know that. I feel like it's going to be a brother's turn on each other type of thing. <laughs> All right. So you think Brady Pierce wins. Okay. We have a four-way match to determine the next number one contender for the World Women's Championship. Samantha Starr, of course, Baby Doll's daughter. Missa Kate, Tiffany Nieves, and Celeste. I think it's going to be... My head tells me Missa Kate because she's, you know, she's a little more experienced. My heart says I want, I want Samantha Starr. I want, I want Baby Doll's daughter to get the number one contender spot. It's tough to say though. What do you think? I like, you know, Baby Doll's daughter has been there since the beginning. He seems to be pretty loyal now to people who've been there. You know. That's true. That is true. Now we saw Mims. You know. Hmm. That is true. All right, so you like Samantha Starr, too. Okay, then I, I'm going to make that my pick, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to my heart. And then finally, the United States tag team titles are on the line. Your champions, Daisy Kill and Talos, taking on the Immortals, the meat-slapping team of Kratos and Odinson. Um, I think Daisy Kill and Talos keep it. I think it's going to be one of those wormy heel moves because I think they'll keep the belts for a little bit longer. But I do think eventually the Immortals will win them because I like them as a team. Yeah, I agree. So, um, and they're a good little heel team. All right, now the proper, the pay-per-view proper. Matt Cardona is back. And for the second straight pay-per-view, if you count NWA 75, another TBA. So we're not sure. So I won't say who wins or loses, but Matt Cardona will be on the pay-per-view. We have a, I love this title, a Devil's Last Dance Ultimate Hardcore War. It is the team of Judas, our women's television champion, Max the Impaler, Alex Misery, and Magic Inc., which is the team of Cody James and Magic Jake Dumas, against Sal the Pal, Gags the Gimp, Matt Rotella's favorite wrestler, Koa Laxamana, and the reuniting of Magnum Muscle. So Dak Draper and our world's television champion, Mims. So Mims will be on the show, but he's not defending the title, which is good. I don't want him to defend it and then end up having to lose it. So, and if Sal and Gag's team loses, they will be forever indentured to Mitchell, which makes me think that uh, Sal and Gag's team's going to win. I agree. Um. Yeah. And, I'm, and you're so excited about that, I can tell. I am. Well, I, I had a thought. But I said to Matt Rotella that um, 
that uh, uh, that I would get him a Gags the Gimp shirt if they won this match. I said he'd look great, but then again, if I put a thousand dollar suit on him, he'd still look like crumpled up newspaper. So anyway, um, next it's so nice. we have another gimmick here. Whatever this means, a burning lake brawl. What the fuck does this mean? A burning lake brawl. What does that mean? For the National Heavyweight Championship. Throw Billy Silas. One third of the Southern Six, baby. Against Chris Adonis. Who rolls the nickels in this place, bitch? <laughs> I think Throw Billy wins because you don't want to fuck with the, with the Southern Six right now. They're fucking amazing. They are. Uh, and now we figured out what six means. They got each other's sixes. Courtesy of your daughter making us figure it out. It's like, I got your six, meaning I got your back. So they're the Southern Six. They got each other's back. Like that. Speaking of the other two, Kerry Morton and Alex Taylor, they will be taking on the Headbangers in a rock and roll tag team match. I love the names of these fucking matches. Rock and roll. Tag team match. Tag team Southern match. Six. You know, they roll the... I need, I need, uh, I need another... I think we need another shirt that says Rolling the Nickels. That's what we need in a shirt. Rolling the nickels. Uh, Southern Six against the Headbangers in a rock and roll tag team match. I like the Southern. They're obviously going to win. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice little thing have the Headbangers come back, but I, uh, you got the Southern Six. That they're 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 the up and coming faction. I, I mean, I agree. If you hear Billy in interview, I mean, Kerry Morton's. You know. He's one of the guys that he wants to, you know, the future of the company, I should say. I would say they're building the company around him, but uh, they see a good future for him. I agree. I'll tell you the truth. He puts on 20, 30 pounds, a little more muscle. He's he's getting much better. He really is. It's nice nice seeing some of these some of these um, uh, some of these talent grow. Since we've mm-hmm. been watching in 2019, it's really, you know, look at Camille. I mean, we were critical of her in the beginning. Very. So. And now. We'll let you know where she is on, this, on PWI Top 50, 250. It's kind of fun, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, for a lot of the criticism, which was well-deserved when we were critical, um, you know, three, four months ago. I, I'm, I'm enjoying the fact that we're seeing some talent grow and with the company and they've stayed, you know, you know, look at, look at somebody like Mims even, I mean, it's, it's exciting. It's kind of, you know, seeing it from the ground up. I mean, and look at how many uh, have were in the NWA that went on to, to bigger and better things. So it's, you know, I think the NWA, listen, we know they're not in the, the magnitude of AEW and WWE, but if these, if the talent could go on and, you know, they start and they, I mean, you hope that a lot of them will stay with NWA eventually now that there's a possible TV deal, mm-hmm. but it's nice to see them grow in that they, obviously these big companies are like, wow, okay. NWA does have some talent down there. No, totally. And it's proven by the, when we get to the, when I show you the PWI 250, I'll, uh, uh it, it proves it. All right, so now the match I mentioned a moment ago, Violent J and the two dipshits, Doopy and Doopy there, against Vampiro and Lara Peleon in a riddle box 
six-man tag team match. A riddle box. So apparently there's going to be boxes around the ring with things in them that you can use as weapons. Riddle box. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how they deal with some of these gimmick matches. I hope I hope it's not cheesy. That's my big fear. Me too. I do like the fact this is kind of like we're kind of like going back to like old Halloween havoc. I I, I guarantee you the place will be will look amazing. Like the the set decorate, you know, the set and everything. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I think that's gonna be very cool. Um. Uh. I don't. I don't blame them for trying something different. No, I don't either. Because we were I critical totally about either. WWE, and we were like, "Oh, it's just match, match, match." No, which is what I feel like we had for the previous few shows, many shows right. leading up to NWA seventy-five. No, I'm excited for this. Um, I think I do think violent. Sadly, I think Violent J and the and the brothers are going to win because they're the baby faces. So I have a feeling they're going to win this match. Um, we have Jax Dane against Blake Troop, of course. Bulletproof, one had the the, uh, the savages have split up in a submission match. Um, I don't know what to make of this match. Would Jack Stain put the younger guy over, or would the more experienced babyface win? I don't know. What do you think? I'm not sure. I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, I don't know whether to Jack Stain. Yeah. Yeah, you know, some tells me. Gotta, gotta go with the gut. Yeah, I think you're right. Next up, we have a... I still think this is funny. Knights of the Round Table Tables match for the World Tag Team Championships. Blunt Force Trauma against Knox and Murdoch. I still think it's funny that there's a Knights of the Round Table match in a Masonic building. I still think that's funny. Um... Uh, I think I just don't think Knox and Murdoch are the team that'll that'll get it. I just don't. I don't know why. I like Blunt Force Trauma to keep the belts. That might be a not a hot take, but I think Blunt Force Trauma keeps it. Really? Yeah, I do. I think they're going to lose it. Okay. Are you and I running in as knights of the round table? We don't have enough. Our round tables are too old. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fall apart now. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, next up, the women's tag team titles are on the line. Pretty empowered. Ella Envy and Kenzie, uh, Kylie Page. Not Kenzie. She'll be up in a minute. Defend the titles against Natalia Markova and Taylor Rising. Uh, I think obviously the pretty empowered as a as a faction is just as hot as uh, the Southern Six, so I do not think Ella and Kylie lose the belts here. Besides, I, I think eventually Natalia Markova will be world's heavyweight champion, world women's champion. I agree. I I don't see her winning tag team gold. I she's going to be a singles champ. I agree. Uh, next up. A pillar to post match. What, what does that even mean? A pillar to post match for the junior heavyweight championship. And this could be, uh, Doctor, maybe the, uh, the um, shall we say, sneaky match of the night. Colby Carino defends the junior heavyweight title against Joe Alonso. 
I think it's going to be could be the best match of the night, but definitely going to be in the top two or three matches of the night. Yep. I agree. And I think Colby Carino keeps it. Uh, I agree. The world women's title is on the line. Our first world women's title on pay-per-view without Camille, since I couldn't even tell you how long when our shadows fall or whatever that weirdo pay-per-view name was, maybe (laughs) or back for the attack. I have no idea. Probably that far back. 2021 since uh was the last probably one of the last ones without without mm-hmm. Camille in the world title match. I'll look that up in a minute. But Kenzie Page to defend the title against Ruthie J. I like Ruthie J. She's got a good personality. Cuts a pretty good promo. Um but Kenzie Page, you're not gonna you're not gonna cut her off. You're not gonna waste time ending you're not gonna waste time ending um uh, ending Camille's epic run only to have her lose the next, the next pay-per-view out. So Kylie, uh, Kenzie page will retain the title here. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But he I think likes, a great match though. He doesn't, he doesn't take championships off. Like, you know, he does, he lets, he lets have different, decent reigns. And again, Kylie, Kenzie page, I keep saying Kylie, that's her sister. Kenzie page deserves it. I mean, she's earned this shot. Why take it away from her after, after Again, one another, another original. Yep. Yep. And finally, the main event, a no-limits match, the World's Heavyweight Championship. EC3 defends against Tom Latimer. And uh, I think EC3, I, this is not Tom Latimer's moment to be champion. I think he will get the t- a title shot eventually. But... I think Camille will accidentally cost him the title, cost him the match. Mm. Accidentally will cost him the match. But EC3 will retain. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I do think Latimer Latimer is going to be champ, but I think they're going to I think this is going to be a long range feud. Yeah, I oh totally. It's been going on now for probably almost a year to this. Yeah, point. I, I, I could. I, Camille's going to definitely have something to do with this match. No doubt about it. So uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna go with EC3 retaining the title. Mm. Me as well. So there is your, uh, there is your Sawin uh, preview. 15 matches, uh, $25 for the pay-per-view, so you're getting a good bargain. And uh, Dr. G and I will give you our full reaction recap uh, as part of next weekend's regular episode of the PTB uh, weekend special. So no reaction special separately this week. Uh, just time and schedules just don't allow it. So we will be we will do it next week along with the uh, this coming Tuesday's uh, power uh, out of the show. So... And what? And such, as you say. And such. Now, before we go, nice quick show this week. Um, I wanted to let you know, Doctor, that, of course, this, uh, if you listened on, if you listened to main event this week, you already know the list, but uh, Dr. G doesn't. So uh, the 2023 PWI 250 has come out, uh, which is the women's list. Now, 
uh, obviously the PWI 500 came out a few a couple months ago. We know number one this year was uh, was Seth Rollins. In fact, the Shield was one, two, three. Seth was one, Roman was two, and Mox was three. Um, the women, uh, this, the the list has gotten progressively bigger over time. It started with 50, then it was 100, then the last two years it was 150, and now this year it went up to 250. So they added 100 spots for the women. For the 250. Shows you how big re- women's wrestling is becoming. That is true. I'm going to give you some uh, some names, Doctor. Our current world women's champion, Kenzie Page, is 33. Um, not bad. Nope, not at all. Uh, let's see. Um, Maxine Paler, 74. Um, NWA alum, Lady Frost, is 79. Kylan King. Now in Impact, other NWA alum is 85. Natalia Markova, 91. Two years ago, on the 2021 list, Camille was 32. And you remember, I flipped the fuck out. <laughs> Last year, she was 23. And I really flipped my shit, if you remember. This year... And the 2023 PWI 250. You ready? Are you ready? I'm ready. She is nine. Wow. Top 10. Top 10. Finally. Finally. Top 10. That's awesome. Number one. And this one is indisputable because she's had a fucking ridiculously good year. Rhea Ripley. So WWE took the both top spots on the men's and women's PWI lists this year. Seth Rollins for the men and Rhea Ripley for the women. Jula, who's a New Japan wrestler, who she's British, and she's going to be a big free agent this year. She's two. Bianca Belair, three. Jamie Hayter, four. Tam Nagano, another Japanese wrestler, five. Athena, six. Deanna Perrazzo, seven, Willow Nightingale, eight, Camille, nine, and Jordan Grace, ten. Wow, I tell you, that's, that's pretty big. Yep. Asuka, and then 11 through 20 was Asuka, Tony Storm, Masha Slamovich, Jade Cargill, Roxanne Perez, Kyrie, Miyu Yamashita, Chris Statlander, Mizuki, and Saya Kamatani. So, and then, of course, there's other, you can see the list. The list is online, so... Uh, I wanted to let, I mean, I'm finally after, you know, getting, I think getting fucked the last two years, Camille finally is getting recognition for breaking her ass the last couple of years and she is in the top 10. So I, uh, I'm very happy with that. Very, very happy with that. I am as well. Very happy with that. So congrats, Camille. You are the brick house. You deserve this time off to be an insurance policy. However, I think you're going to make a mistake this Saturday, tonight, and you will cost your husband the NWA title by accident. It's my take. We'll see. Your take, and I'm sticking to it. So, anyway, there you go. Nice, quick, brisk, uh, Samhain preview. Enjoy the show tonight. And again, we will give you a whole week to watch it. If you could stay spoiler-free, we'll give you a whole week. And Dr. G and I will be back in our regular spot next Sunday morning where we will recap Samhain 
and uh, and um, Sawin. Sawin, and of course the Power. Uh, this file is coming Tuesday after. Oh, it's been a week now, Doctor. So now we can officially say it. Obviously, the spoiler. If you didn't listen last week, the spoiler from Bound for Glory is that on January fourteenth. Uh, at Hard to Kill in Vegas, uh, Impact Wrestling will officially turn back to TNA. I and think that's our move. People always still refer to it as TNA. I, I'm going to talk to I I went on a like a crazy rant about this uh, on this week. You went on a crazy rant? Come on. Because I'm uh, because I don't know why people are so like being such dicks about it. It's like, why are you being such an asshole? Like, why is this making everybody? Why is making this? Why is everybody making this so like? It's a big uh, fucking are joke. Are you shocked by people being assholes because they have social media? Come on, that is true. Is there, that's true. I mean, it's... we'll get more into it on next week's show when we have the the impact. Because of course, this weekend, uh, this weekend, uh, the end of the uh, impact wrestling is in the UK. In fact, la- if you're listening to this on Saturday, last night was Turning Point, uh, the Turning Point show. I think it's in Newcastle. Uh, that'll hit Impact Plus, I think, in a few weeks. Um, so uh, we'll talk more about that next week. Uh, so have a wonderful week. Enjoy the pay-per-view. And we will talk more about it uh, on next week's regular episode of the PTB Weekend Can Special. Once. Can you what? WA presents Sowin. <laughs> you just want them to cut the... Soundbite. Yeah. You could be on the thing. Exactly. Because <laughs> they're probably tired of me saying so. So if you're listening, uh, anyone from NWA, you could, you could, uh, I give you permission. You could use that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next pay per view when it's called Hard Times Four. Although we don't. This know is. Th- we should just rename this Carney Land because it's like after that. <laughs> Carney Land. That's true. Um, I'm, I'm sure this, I'm sure tonight at the pay-per-view, uh, Joe Galley or Billy will announce the next pay-per-view, which I have a feeling will be, um, will be, uh, hard times four, uh, which will be, uh, um, I think it'll be, I think it won't be till January. I think they'll take the, re- I think, uh, NWA pay-per-view wise will take the rest of the calendar year off. And I think the pay-per-view will be in January, but that's just my opinion. It could be December. Who knows? Anyway. Have a great week. Enjoy the pay-per-view. Talk to you next Saturday, next Sunday morning for the PTB Weekend Special. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Win. Ciao. NWA presents Sowin. Ah, they're going to use me. It's
carry on.